0: Hey guys, welcome back. It's Didi with another episode of Beauty with the Twist. I'm so excited for this week's episode because we have a new guest on the show today. If you haven't noticed, we do have a temporary studio, aka our background. Um, but I'm so excited for this week's episode because we have... Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Anna. Um, I'm also known as The Brow Laminator
1: on Instagram. Um, this is my first time ever doing a podcast, and I am so honored, excited, and nervous.
0: <laughs> Girl, you look good. Let's just cheers to that first, because you, you came in looking so cute. Thank you. We matched unplanned, yeah. with the blazers. Mm-hmm. So, how are you? How's everything?
1: Everything is good. Um, business is still booming. Is yeah. that the right word? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for
0: brows, it's like because you just do brows, right?
1: Yeah, I only specialize in brows, Okay. brow lamination. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, Do you think that you'll ever add like more services or just you're just a brow laminator?
1: Hmm. I do want to offer more services just because um, I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket. And I think I'm just starting to get more comfortable with um, expanding what I have to offer. And I think like the next thing... Actually, there's two things. Um, one is teaching. Period. Um, two is um, microblade. Um, okay. Right now, I'm working on the teaching, like trying to put the pamphlet together. Like the materials and all the of materials, that. materials, yeah. But um, those are the top two things that I envision doing next,
0: but... As yeah. of now, just the lamination queen. That's as what of you are now, yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you get started in that? What made you become the brow laminator?
1: So, I've always been into uh beauty mm-hmm. and I was always known for my brows. For some reason, I've always known how to do it, it just came like um, like as a second nature. Um, my Close friends and family, they would ask me to do their brows, but just, like, the shaping and cleaning. But I never really thought anything of it because this was, like, 2009 to, like, 13, like, when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, so fast forward for a long story short, um, I found out about brow lamination. And I've always loved, like, a feathery brow. Mm -hmm. And I would only achieve that with, like, mascara like I would apply mascara to my brows to fluff them up wait like actual mascara As- actual mascara because like the brow gel it's like too thin like uh-huh. the consistency so when I really like do the thing and then um and then okay so then I found out about brow lamination in like November of 2019 mm-hmm. and I saw that this um influencer got it done which is a full circle moment oh my gosh yeah Um, I saw this influencer getting it done, and it was one of her friends out in Woodland Hills. That was too far for me at the time. So um, I'm also like a very like DIY person. I would always like to do things like myself and experiment. Mm -hmm. So um, I was like, okay, one, it's too far. There was like no one else doing the service. I looked up Orange County and no one was doing it. Um, And then I was like, okay, what is brow lamination? And it's basically a perm. And that's when I got online and bought the kit, and I did it on myself, and I did it on my sister-in-law. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, I love this. Yeah. Um, I was like, one, I already know how to do brow lamination. Two, um, I just need to know, like, the do's and don'ts. Like, just know more about it. Mm -hmm. Do my research. So then I got online, started doing a lot of research every day um and then i realized that okay you need to be a licensed either esthetician or cosmo cosmetologist and then that's when i was like okay what is the difference between a certification and a license and what am i going to invest my um money and time in like mm-hmm. you know what do i do first what matters what doesn't so then that's when i um that's when I realized that I already know the technique and I like I already know like the brow shaping technique. Now I just need to know more about lamination. And I was like, okay, I'm going to DIY this shit. I'm and-
0: so, she really did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. That sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: um. I had all the support and, like, my sister-in-law, my friends, like, my mother-in-law, they were all willing to be my guinea pigs. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I need to do all this research and uh, start practicing before I offer it to people. And um, then I was like, okay, I really, really like this. So for a long story short, I'm like, I really, really like this. This is something that I'm going to dedicate my time to. And I'm going to get, like, the... Actually, I don't know what I was gonna say next.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> <It's the> tequila. <laughs> Listen. <laughs>
1: no, because like I've I've said this story like a lot of times. Maybe the practice? Like yeah. just like practicing it. I was practicing it. And then when I realized that this was something that I wanted to do, um, that's when I was like, okay, I'm gonna invest my money and time mm-hmm. into being a licensed esthetician. Um so for um Long story short, I got my
0: license, and I've been doing this for three years now. So what school did you go to? Did you feel like, did you like anything else that estheticians offer, like facials or waxing, like full body wax? Did you, like, did any of that, like, intrigue you? Like, did you like that?
1: No, so I went in there, like, just with the mentality of, I'm here to get my license. I don't care about facials. (laughs) I don't care about, you know, all this other stuff. Of course, like, I needed to know about, like, skin conditions and all that, you know, for the— the sake of like lamination and to know what the contraindications are for that yeah. but um and my teacher actually told me she was like well you know you basically like you want to keep your options open just in case and I was like no like I'm just here for that but um no I I was never like really interested in doing facials till this day I probably wouldn't do it until I start let's just say like I start like getting old and board or something but like it's not something that I would want to offer um but I did go to this school in Downey um I wouldn't recommend it (laughs) oh shoot oh shoot I wouldn't recommend it um I think because I got like the COVID experience but maybe it was also uh, yeah it was mainly because of the COVID experience and you know because I would hear that the teacher for the esthetician program was really really good but we couldn't really get like the full her because she was teaching um, online, like uh, through Zoom. Oh, so it yeah. was like you
0: guys weren't really in school. It was like mostly like on Zoom.
1: Yeah, we did like half and half. Oh. But okay. the crazy part is like the days that we did go into school, the teacher was still on Zoom on the screen. So it was a room full of students. But no teacher. No teacher. She what? was on the screen. Yeah. And then, like, um, then, like, she couldn't like work at all anymore um and then they had to the school had to like work with what they had mhm and then the te- the school had to work with what they had and um keep in mind I me along with my other classmates we paid for like the english program right mm, versus so
0: both
1: so then they throw in a teacher who only spoke spanish Gosh. barely any english uh, i all my <laughs> esthetician friends know me for like not putting up with this lady and it was really annoying but um so basically we were translating for the teacher and we didn't mind but like it's I mean, kind of annoying it's, yeah. it's something that i didn't sign up for um
0: and we should have at least at least reimbursed some type of money back yeah, to you yeah nothing that's crazy. No, on top of that,
1: they were very like strict, and I mean, you get for you get what you pay for because like I only went to this school again for the sake of the license, so I didn't really care like the level it was at. Um, also because it was recommended by somebody else again because of the the price, not really like how much expense? Did you pay? Um, I want to say like six thousand. Okay. Yeah, and I know they range up to like twelve, twelve, mm-hmm. fifteen. Yeah, but no. Um, but yeah, that's, I, it, I can go more into that, but it was like horrible. I wouldn't recommend it, but it wasn't downy <laughs> until this day, actually, um, last year, the director, the like, the owner's daughter, like, the director, she reached out to me on my Instagram, my business profile. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, is this Anita Vargas? Like, how are you doing? Congratulations. I'm like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> like, I had an altercation <laughs> with you because, like, a we, we, like, put in a complaint, like, yeah. all the students, and they... They took it the complete
0: wrong way. and Not yeah, coming we, back to you because you're big. Like, look at this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. And then I messaged, like, my SD friends. I was like, hey, look who messaged me. And they're like, oh, my God, me too. And I was like, ew. Like, yeah. Ugh. Like, after we all, like, had, like, a big discussion in class because we had a complaint.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Going back into that, um, you were saying, like, certifications and licensing are different because you're teaching now and obviously now you can – offer the certifications because when you do take classes i don't know a lot of people know this but the people that you guys are getting certified make sure they're licensed you know what i mean yeah so what do you think because i know there's a lot of people that don't agree on certification courses Mm -hmm. i personally do agree with them only because i teach them and i feel like that's a good one you know i feel like a lot of people get like the misconception of like having, what is a certification? What is a license? You know what I mean? So yeah. what what's your take on it?
1: So for me, um, when, uh, again, when I was doing my research about like, what do I need to do? Like, do I need a, cert- a certificate or a license? So, um, at the time I was like, well, this certificate doesn't matter. You know, I'm going to go get my license, mm-hmm. but, um, now, when I see it, like in my perspective, when I went into esthetician school, the reason why there's like um, people certifying people who are not licensed is because when I went into school, the teacher, um, while being a student, the teacher said, you know, while you guys are in school, you guys can take these certification classes. And um, that way you guys can start having that certificate and that practice. Um Before you graduate that way, when you graduate, boom, I have my certificate and like I'm ready to um, offer this as a service. Now, as uh, someone who's teaching, it's not really like I mean, I don't for me, it wouldn't be like my responsibility to be asking you, like, are you licensed? Are you going to school? But I did hear if not, I read that like as someone who is going to be teaching, you have to. But I don't know if. That's like a
0: must. Yeah, so it is. Basically, okay. just as long as they're like esthetician students or already licensed or, you know, planning on going or they're enrolled and they're on the wait list. I think, yeah. you, you know, but I feel like a lot of people don't have the funds to go to esthetician school because my school is also 6000 and it wasn't, um, I didn't get financial aid for it. It was mm-hmm. out of pocket. So it was really hard for me to like and I feel like a lot of people, too, don't can't afford that. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So there is people that do want to take certification classes and can afford it because it's a lot less. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But yeah, you do have to, unfortunately. But also, too, certification is also for I want to learn your technique. You know what I mean? Everyone has a different technique. And I feel like that's a huge part of like certification courses because your technique can be completely different from mine. But I want to learn it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I feel like a lot of people, I
1: don't know. Yeah, and a lot of people who want to get certified, they know they have to be licensed. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people still don't know the difference. Yeah, That's the crazy part. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We all got to start from somewhere. Like, Yeah, I girl, I'm just off, saying you should take that certification I, yeah, course, okay? <laughs> I started practicing before, you know, I, I got licensed and... I don't know,
0: like I feel like honestly, to me, because that's a huge controversy in this whole beauty industry. Is like, do you have to be licensed? Can you just be certified? Like, it's such a huge thing, mm-hmm. and I always say, like, you, it's better to be at licensed, and it you should be mm-hmm. because. But in reality, they don't teach you brow lamination in esthetician school. Oh, no, There's some schools that don't that do, but very rarely that you'll learn.
1: Well, I think that's like. um
0: uh that's like new
1: i think last year because i think um they just i want to say they they just incorporated that into like school i don't know if all of them offer that because mm-hmm. i heard even lash extension or lash lifts mm, now really yeah but i i'm not 100 sure and again it's probably not all schools but i think it's like you get what you
0: pay for yeah because <laughs> my school didn't teach me jack shit about yeah living. me
1: neither they they taught me the bare minimum.
0: Yeah, sanitation. Yeah. Your SMA. Don't forget that, <laughs> which is still really important because yeah. a lot of people
1: um, don't really have like common sense when it the comes sanitation. to that. And for me, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm like a germaphobe. Like I have to like sanitize everything and let uh, See yeah. why this place is white? Mm-hmm. Because I want you to spot every.
0: Piece of dust. (laughs) I love it in here. Um, So when you were going to esthetician school, you were already doing brows before, right? Yeah, I was already practicing. Yeah, I was already practicing. Now, were you using actual, like, brow, like, lamination stuff? Or were you using, like, the lash lip? Like, like, what products were you using? Oh, no, yeah. I was using actual, like, brow uh,
1: lamination products that were... For Lash Lift as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's how I started too. Basically the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Were you, uh, to my <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> were you
0: charging, what were, what was like your price range? Oh my gosh. When I
1: first started, uh-huh. um, I used to charge $35 and it would take me like an hour and a half. And when I first started, I was only offering house calls because I didn't have a location. Like I didn't, I wasn't comfortable working from home or anything like that. Um, So I was charging that and I was doing house calls and I, and I wasn't charging for house calls and I was willing to sacrifice like, you know, um, charging that little and missing out on money and doing um, free house calls so I can gain my clientele. I think like sacrificing um, your time and money to build clientele if you're that passionate Is everything because if you don't sacrifice time and money into your business, like it, 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 you won't get too far. Yeah. So I did that probably for, um, um, oh, I know until when, um, I did that for like six, no, four to six months, I think, until I, I did my first influencer. And then that's when I was like, okay, I need to, Um,
0: charge a little bit more charge a little bit
1: more but even then I felt like I wasn't that confident because I was still I was still like fairly new to the technique and I wasn't like a pro yet so I was still learning
0: so you were at 35 Mm -hmm. and then you went into 50
1: 50 and then 70 okay and then 90 okay and then 100
0: now we're at a hundred.
1: Now at a hundred, and that's just the lamination.
0: Okay. Um, Do, does that include? Because you brow wax, right? Yeah, the- that's like um,
1: so. Just the lamination, which is the perm, and then um, the clean, the cleanup, which is the wax and the trim, is like twenty five. A lot of people still think it's too cheap, and I'm still like, I still don't charge too much. Yeah. But um, I'm at the same
0: price as you. Really? Um, yeah, my brow wax is thirty, and my lamination is a hundred. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I mean, you have this beautiful place. So like yeah, of course know. it has
0: to be that much, even more. And I feel like also too, people don't realize what a real brow artist. You know what I mean? Like they I always get people tell me like thirty dollars on brows. I can go get them threaded for like $10.
1: Yeah, but then there's... Okay, so you charge $30, I charge $25 for a wax. Yeah. You look at um eyebrow pages in LA, Hollywood. They're like $125, a $200, $300. <laughs> yeah, just for a wax and like conceal and... Yeah. Yeah. Same thing That's we're doing, literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, except like I... For me, personally, I wouldn't pay um that much just for a wax <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hello, you <laughs> no but honestly i think again like it's also depending the location like they're in hollywood mm-hmm. they're in la they're in beverly hills you know what i mean yeah but it, it's just again where it's at mm-hmm. and they think oh my god just because it's in beverly hills it's 300 okay i don't mind yeah. you know but yeah so i do think i mean congratulations A 100 for elimination thank what you what about tint
1: is that tint is like 20. It's it's 20. I've never really charged that much for tint because like realistically it doesn't for it doesn't really last that long, mm-hmm. which is why I want to get into microblade. I get a lot of uh clientele that um have thin brows and like they're perfect candidates for tint. And because it only like lasts for so long, I'm very realistic when it comes to like expectations. I let my clients know. And a lot of them I've told um just go get them microbladed or ombre powdered. Um, let them heal, and then just come back for laminations. Like that is more like semi-permanent than like a two-week um tint. tint. Mm-hmm. And um, it cuts my time in half, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just like, but yeah, so like a lot of them will go and get microbladed or ombre powdered and um for me, I feel like I'm at I, I'm already I, I've already been doing this for three years where like a lot of my clients trust me and a lot of them that I mentioned it to, um, actually very few because I haven't really talked about it. They're like, I would totally trust you to even practice on me. And I'm like, oh. Really?
0: Like okay.
1: <laughs> so that's like um that's the reason why I want to do like microblade. Yeah. For I
0: that honestly reason. love ombre powder. Um, ombre powder too, yeah. Yeah, I love it. I just feel I like I love a
1: good combo. Like, yeah. like microblade and then like the filled in look at the
0: end yeah i just feel like um for me i just always get like when i first started doing it i was just like so nervous because i'm like this is like Semi permanent. This is like four to five years that they're gonna have this on their face. You know, it's what I mean? more invasive. Yeah, that's what I'm scared of. Yeah, but then honestly, like I love, I love doing ombre powder brows. It's literally my favorite. Oh yeah,
1: you do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was, I, I was stalking your, your Instagram a while ago, <laughs> and then I was no. like, wait, why am I not following you? And then like, because I was following you from like only your podcast. I was uh-huh. like, wait, I want to know more. Yeah,
0: yeah. but I, I honestly love it. I just feel like I don't know. Lamination is just like my thing. You know, like. Mm-hmm it's so satisfying seeing it oh my god yeah what so do you how often
1: do you do it what lamination? like
0: lamination like in a day or week like do because
1: um, you do facials yeah
0: um probably in a week maybe like nine okay nine to ten laminations that's how many i do a day girl mm-hmm. girl <laughs> damn <laughs> <laughs> yeah but honestly like again yeah, nine to ten a week because yeah. honestly it's something i do but it's not Everything that I do, you know, because yeah. full body waxing is something that I do. Facials mm-hmm. is what I do, but brow lamination, yeah, like nine to ten. I'm what like. do you enjoy doing most? Like um, facials,
1: brows, wax, brows. Really, mm-hmm. it's so satisfying. I right? think brow
0: wax. I love lamination, but I love a good eyebrow wax. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I don't know. I don't know. Satisfies me. Yeah. What do you What do you think about the trend of like the fluffy brows? Like, what kind of brow lamination do you like?
1: For me, a lot of my clients, like and new clients too, that come in. They're like, I really like your page because a lot of them are really like they're lifted, relaxed, Mm -hmm. but they're not and lifted, relaxed to the side and trimmed like very sculpted while others like they're very feathery and fluffy. But like a lot of people like other artists, like they they specifically like that feathered, you know, untrimmed, fluffy, which is what you mentioned, that fluffy brow. And I mean what do you call it like to each their own like i used to like that look but it was because like i didn't know how to trim Mm -hmm. a lot of people are like um either intimidated to trim and that's why you know their clients end up with like fluffy brows or the client is actually asking that for themselves so for me personally i think it has its moments like i've had like that thick like feathery look but then i'm like okay it, it needs a trim yeah so um like I, I I do have like a certain amount of clients who still love the thick fluffy feathery look and I'm like
0: and you're like yeah
1: <laughs> I'll still do it but I I won't post it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I I get like a lot of clients who will want like a thin laminated look or like that fluffy look but um yeah i my my brows like the my work used to look like that
0: and I don't like know how i feel about that like i re- i honestly tr- i like i say like you said teach their own but i feel like the whole like up i just i think it just looks i don't know
1: i think people make us look bad the people who like that look, because then, like, there's other people who are, like... Oh, that's eh. all about when brow When they hear lamination, yeah. they think of that look. Yes. But there's more to it. Like, there's different ways to style um, a brow lamination. Yeah. Um, And it's funny because, like, how you mentioned that, because, like, one time... I think this was last year, if not the year before. um One of my clients messaged me on Instagram, and she was like, Girl, there's a TikTok about you. What? Yeah. And... um, and basically that TikTok was like basically bashing my work.
0: No. But I
1: feel like it wasn't towards me directly. I feel like it was, they they just wanted to find like the ugliest pictures and they just happened to go and like scroll through mine and like get the ugliest ones. The shady part though was that that person like bypassed all my recent beautiful work and just scrolled all the way the fuck down and found all my ugly shit. And she used that as like, Oh, it was um, you know that like that that sound on TikTok? It's corny Kardashian. She's like, "You look like fucking clowns." You know <gasps> yes, what I'm talking about? Yes.
0: She did not do that yeah, on you. Yeah, she used
1: that um that sound and she like <sighs> she uh it, it was it was like those like pictures of like oh, my old ones. My and um I was like, "Wait, that is so rude." Like, I do didn't you know this person. I don't know her. And then later. Like, and yeah, and then she she mm-hmm. uh she captioned it go see my girl. And I, i to this day, I don't, I don't remember like the name, like of the person who did the TikTok mm-hmm. or the person she tagged. But I was like, this seems like sketch to me. The fact that like, you only used my picture. They weren't random pictures on Google. You know, it was like, just, was just my- you. Yeah. And then I was like, okay. I was like, she should have like, instead of like, throwing my ugly work out there, my old work, she should have like, just brought out her friends or, she- I mean, she mentioned that it wasn't, she didn't know the person like that. But I was like, instead of like uplifting her friend and like showing off like her beautiful work that she said, like, go to my friend. Like she should have done that instead of like, just bashing, bashing my old work. Yes. So I didn't really care cause it was my old work. So I agreed, I'm like, yeah, that was ugly. Like how I think <laughs> it looked good? And um, yeah, but because of my, the fluffy, like thick straight up brows, I got that TikTok and I, I had all my friends like go and like comment and um, go and comment and um, report it. And it's crazy because like I went to the comment section. There was already other strangers like telling her like, I thought we loved like girl like shaming and like, I forgot what year 2020, uh, basically last year. And then they were like, if you're boring, just say that. Like they what? there were strangers like that I do not even know. So like We're just like defensive haters. Me. Yeah. So but. the the girl like she loved the fact that it was getting hella views. And um she and because of like the amount of reports that it got, it got taken down. So she like posted it again. I'm like, why would you take your time to, like, repost it it's again? Is like it one of those
0: users that's, like, user 5-4, like... No, more. it
1: was an actual... It was an actual girl. Like, she had other... It looks like she was trying to, like, really get out there because she would post often, but nothing was... No one... Like, none of her other videos were getting traction besides this one. And I was like, okay, she's just doing it for that. But <sighs> so I'm like, cloud. hmm, like, whatever. I think later, like, months later, when I remembered about it, I went back and it wasn't there. But... um. If you're watching this, fuck you. <laughs> I doubt she is, but like. Oh, she's a hater. She made that. She's definitely watching. Maybe, but
0: I don't know. But yeah, because of the fluffy, fluffy brow. That's what I got. Oh I got God. famous for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you now, though. Yeah. Going back to that, though, now that you have like, you know, your following and, you know, you're doing influencers now. How is it working with influencers? Is it? Do you feel like you get, cause you know, I've talked to other, you know, people that are in the industry and they do like influencers too. They always say, I love my influencers. You know, there's some that are good, some are bad, but they love their clients. Like their you know, word by mouth clients. But what do you think your take is like, do you like working with your influencers? Do you like working with?
1: with I fatigue? love, I love working with, um with influencers. I think I have like, I, I have like favorites, but um so what it's like to work with an influencer my very first one again it was a full circle mm-hmm. um because of this specific influencer this is how I found out about brow Elimination. do you know the real carla j oh i love her it was through her um so it was like during the pandemic mm-hmm. she um reached out to me. no i didn't re- she didn't reach out to me that's a lie um it was during the pandemic she had posted like uh you know no one was like working yeah yet. Uh, she was like, I really miss getting my nails done, my brows done, my lashes. Keep in mind, her the p- girl that she posted that did her brows, mm-hmm. the way I found out, was actually one of her really good friends. Even then, she didn't want to, like, do her do Carla's eyebrows because we were all in a panic you know we didn't want to come in contact with yeah. anybody. so I like swiped up and I was like let me do your brows for free and she actually replied <gasps> and I was like oh my god I'm nervous like I'm I would have been shitting it yeah because I was not a pro yet I probably had like 300 followers wow. at the time and actually I had those 300 followers thanks to the very first person that I had a collaboration with her name was Imperial. She was a micro influencer, like a mm-hmm. local one. And um I could tell her audience like really like ride with her and like believe everything that she says and stuff. says and stuff because you know, a micro influencer. I think she had like less than like 4,000 followers and I got 300 from her and that's a lot. That's so good. I only had that many and my work wasn't that great. And like Carla said, yes, like come over. So I wouldn't go do hers. And because of her, I got thousands. But when I when I when I um, when I met her, I was like really nervous because she seems like like. Like moody, like the B word, but like she's this, like she's the most like nicest girl, and like she was like actually like having conversation with me. And I think because of that, it made me comfortable and realize like okay, like she's a regular person. Yeah. And um, then I did the next influencer, and I can't remember who was the next one right away. Um, again, because like I, I kind of get, I get like fog brain, I get yeah. mommy brain. It's that mommy brain <laughs> that doesn't mommy let me think. <laughs> so um. Yeah, I've I've worked with, uh, like, an influencer before, too, who she was just, like, quiet the whole time and, you know, just... I'm, I've had, like, a mixture of, like, welcoming, like, and cold kind. There are some that, like, are not worth it because of, like, who their audience is. Yeah. And that's when, like, I realized, okay, I have to
0: be selective of who I do. Yeah. Um, so do they reach, now that you're doing influencers, do they reach out to you or you reach out to them? So... Um,
1: I, I haven't reached out to, um, to many in, in a while, but, um, I've had both. Um, oh my gosh. One that like, I, I was like super like excited about that reached out to me was, um, Adam Ray. Oh, I love him. Rosa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. He like felt like, like a, like a, like a friend that, you know, like, you know, he was really, really nice. Like who he is online. Like that's how he is. Funny. Yeah. Um, yeah but uh i i love doing um the twins the maria twins uh-huh. they like they're they're one of my like repetitive like ongoing like um clients like influencer clients um and who else jenny 69 mm. oh my gosh i hope she's doing well cuz she hasn't been online mm. but i absolutely love working with her um
0: she also feels like like a friend um I feel like all these people, they really think that, um, like, they're not, like, they're rude and stuff like that, but no. I mean, they're actually,
1: like, there really nice people, yeah.
0: you know? hmm I feel like people have, like, the misconception about them, too.
1: hmm
0: Yeah. But honestly, do you feel like, have someone ever reached out and, like, try to do work, like, get you to do free work or haven't, you know, like, do you have a horror story when it comes to an influencer? Influencer, Honestly, no. That's good.
1: Like, I mean, okay, I'll have like these influencers with like, I don't know, 200K, 400K followers Mm -hmm. that will reach out to me. And um, they're just like, you know, those random influencers with like random big following. You're like, who are you? Yeah. I won't do them because I'm like, they they probably want it for free.
0: Yeah. And I, I actually have. Or like, trade have, for trade. Like, let me do the, Like, I'll, yeah. like, you know, promote you. I actually have had like a couple that like
1: will have a huge following and they'll actually say that. I'm like, you no, know, like, I'll click on their page. I'm like, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> like, no one that I know follows you. Like, you probably bought
0: your followers or I don't know. But. And that happens often because that happens to me. And I'm like, hmm no yeah especially with podcasting too have you noticed marlo like people would hit us up and i'm like hmm. i'm like i'm just particular on like who is on and you know what i mean
1: who's on your podcast yeah. wait there's people who like message you can i be on your podcast yes
0: really yes yes really yes i, I want to do one with this you seen that 15 year old mm-hmm. um she lives in a different state and she wants to do like a zoom call mm-hmm. so it'll be interesting but yeah we have people reach out to us all the time and it's like it's a to pick and choose who, you know, yeah, who we you have. Are. Yeah. Oh, I feel honored. I was like, oh I, girl, we seen you. And I was like, yeah, no, duh. I was like,
1: I, I would love to be on your podcast. I'm like, I hope I'm, I hope I'm like there
0: one day. Yeah. No, you're <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, but we're going to, I'm going to get on there somehow. Yeah. And look at you now. Mm-hmm. Do you have a horror story to share for us? Um, with an influencer? No, just in general. In general.
1: Wait, I actually wanted to talk about one thing about an influencer. Ooh. Okay, it's not a tea okay. like, with an influencer, but um, I get this question a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, people ask me, do you do influencers work for free? Like, do you do their eyebrows for free? Oh, okay. Um, and uh, like a lot of like other service providers, like this can be like a controversy like for other service providers. Well where they'll say, like, no, like, you need to, like, value yourself and, like, they need to pay you or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So for me, um, for me, I – when I reach out to an influencer, I will offer, like um, – I would offer the service for free, the entire service. Like, that includes, like, the travel um, travel call. For me, um, when it comes to, like, working with them – I do it for free because they are promoting me and they are advertising for me. Um, Because if you notice, these influencers make a living by promoting other companies and brands. And if anything, I feel like I owe them even more than just something for free because they, again, are making a living out of like advertising. And my services only cost like we mentioned, like one hundred and twenty five, one hundred and I don't know, forty five. And. What are they gonna get from that? You yeah. know what I mean?
0: Till this day you still do them for free though.
1: Till this day, yeah. If um till this day I will do them for free
0: because even your close influencers that still come to The close you. ones,
1: yeah. Because um each time I do them, they always like post my work. They always recommending recommend me and I always get a lot of um um like new clientele. Um, Or just like simply like following um, like followers, and for me like that's an audience for whenever I want to share, you know, certain things online. And a lot of them, even though I don't charge them, they will still tip me. Yeah, and even then, thats what I was gonna say. I was like, "Do they tip you though? They still pay me. They still pay me." And I'm like, "No, like I feel like guilty, you know." But for them, I am really grateful for because
0: they are basically advertising for free. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes, again, like you said, like, there's brands out there. I'll pick them thousands. Yeah. I'll pick and choose, like, who I'll do
1: for free. For mm-hmm. sure. Because there's some that, like, I don't get anything from. And I'm like, mm.
0: Mm. You know, that's so funny that you said that. Because we were talking about this on my other podcast. And it was with Gio. And he does influencers. But he also does, like, s- celebrities. And yeah. there's this one celebrity that he did. I can't say the name. But mm-hmm. I'll tell you later. Um, Super far, like, past Bass's and she expected it well it was free the first time and then she wanted to book with him again and then he said this time you know what i'm gonna charge you for it and she's like never mind
1: no yeah for that i i I agreed with with um gia
0: yeah because i feel like that's i mean that's still kind of at least gas or something mm -hmm, you know something yeah yeah maybe not the full service
1: yeah I know. I've had, like, um, influencers where, like, I'll say I'll do it for free. And then they're, like, okay, like, thank you. Bye. And I'm, like, oh. (laughs) No tip. (laughs) little tear. Even though I didn't (laughs) expect a tip. But, like, it it just, like, makes you feel weird. But, yeah, I'm always willing to do it for free because it's a
0: sacrifice. Yeah. Um, And, again, again, if I'm getting
1: something from it, you know. but
0: And they're promoting you. And, again, I I could see that. Um, That's why I always tell people, like, give them the advice of, like, if – you know, when you start to grow your social media, send a, the same message, like a like a written out message, to mm-hmm. send to every influencer, like a pre made message, basically mm-hmm. saying, "Hey, um, my name is," you know, basically what I sent you, yeah, and then send it to a bunch of influencers and let's see who gets back to you. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You think that's some good advice, or do you? No, have that more? that
1: works. That's that's the way I would do it. Message yeah. like, come up with the template.
0: There you go. Template. And like,
1: Send it to whoever you want. What I like to do is send it like at midnight, because really, yeah, that's that's when they're like in bed, like just scrolling. A lot of them like just scroll at night. That's how I got Carla. It was like midnight, um, I think,
0: because <laughs> yeah. they're just in bed chilling. They're like mm-hmm. going through their requests, going through everything. Yeah,
1: they they see it all. And now, like when you do do that, you just got to make sure that you have like your good photos on your Instagram because they are gonna see your message no matter how big or small you are. They're gonna see your message and they're gonna click on your profile before they accept your message and see if it's worth it. Mm. Yeah. So you wanna make sure that you do have like a good like Instagram. Good good grid. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I feel like that's a huge thing too. Like you wanna make sure your social media makes sense. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like you wanna make sure it has like a rhythm to it, you know like you can be like, I know a lot of people do like color wise, like the colors, like the, the color scheme. Yours is like tan, um, brown, right? Tan, brown. Neutrals. Neutral. Yeah. Mine's just like colorful. Um. And then this beauty with the twist is just like purple.
1: Mm-hmm. So you
0: always have to have like a rhythm to it, like a template. and You know what? I get you. Yeah. Your color scheme. Yeah. Your aesthetic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I obviously, like the, my aesthetic is very white in here. <laughs> <laughs> I love it here. And then, but like, it's so Crazy because like the podcast is so purple, and I'm like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, you gotta have a pop of color. <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: I really like that.
1: Um, like, I'm always wearing like neutrals and stuff. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, a pop of color needs to like come out, pop yeah, out, pop out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think whites and stuff are the best. I think what makes me cringe is like a, a pink room.
0: Oh, my God. You know what makes this? Everyone's going to hate me. Like the rose, like the walls. Yeah, as a backdrop. Are you over that too? Girl, like (laughs) 10 years (laughs) ago. (laughs) Mm -mm. It needs to be
1: like plain Jane, like just clean. Yeah. Um,
0: What else is something that cringes you out? We need to talk about this. I haven't haven't talked about this on my podcast, no.
1: Yeah, so like uh, a pink room, purple, like... Okay, so that's one thing, like, I also... uh, One thing I I already knew, but, like, my esthetician teacher told me this. She said, as an esthetician, you need to, like... Be you need to look clean. Your environment needs to look clean. It's always best to stick to white because it's going to give a, give off a clean feel. And immediately, like, the client is drawn to it, though. Is drawn to it and is looking around, like, making sure that it's clean. And that's when they feel comfortable and want to, you know, come, come back. back. Mm-hmm. But, um yeah, it needs to be pink. I mean, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. It, what makes me cringe is seeing, like, um pink, like a pink room, the the, the flower wall. Um,
0: What else? I personally think the flower wall. I think um, um, like any color, like blue is cute, like maybe like a navy blue and gold, but like Depends, to me, yeah. yeah, to me, I I I like very simple. Really
1: bad angles too. When people post like their work and it's just bad angles. Oh yeah, when
0: they do the browmation and they do the picture, they they take the picture from their forehead. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or like when they do like, oh my gosh, I feel like we're bashing. Or when they do like um, reels and it's like the wide angle and it has like the black. You know what I'm talking Mm -hmm. about? Oh, my God. That shit pisses. I'm sorry, but like that just, you know, Mm -hmm. I can't do that. Yeah. Another thing, too, I feel like. Oh. What? When like, okay, sorry if like, I don't know. What?
1: Like just seeing like the the service provider looking
0: bummy. Oh, what do you mean? But I I look bummy sometimes. Do you? (laughs) Okay,
1: I love bummy sometimes, but all the
0: time. No, my bummy's like in scrubs, though. No, no, no. Oh, we have no, to wear scrubs scrubs is here. your
1: uniform. Like, that's different. Yeah, we,
0: ha- we have to wear scrubs here. No, we that's have. not bummy. That's but, like, professional. My hair, but my hair is bummy. Like, my hair's, like, up in a bun. Like that? Because it looks good like that. Mm, well, like this or in, like, in a bun. Oh, Okay yeah i mean buns are cute but like i'm in scrubs oh okay yeah that's still cute like but me how
1: though like you're talking about like chunk less like mm-hmm. yeah like sandals and sweats
0: and like a uh, sweater and like, you're like so that's dead. me <laughs> wait can we say that that's like for my after hour clients yeah. <laughs> that's for
1: like my okay no yeah for me like um like on a like when i do work on saturdays like i'm that's like that's like my casual me. Like uh, I will wear sweats and I will wear like a sweater. And, but like, make
0: it cute, though. But make it cute. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that I agree with. Mm-hmm. Like we're not. My girls are not allowed to wear sweats here, though. Like they have to wear scrubs. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah. I, for me,
1: like when when I open up like my brow studio or my you know whatever studio, I'm gonna have like um, a strict policy. A strict policy. Like you need to clean up. Yeah. You need to like yeah.
0: I don't, I don't know. Like, you can't, like, you can't come in in sweats either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I also think another thing that makes me, well, going back into, like, the whole, like, the way Aesthetic? your room looks yeah. and stuff. I don't like when everything is out, for example. Like, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, have your whole skincare out, like, out. Like, put it in cabinets. Get a cabinet. Put it away. Make everything just look empty because have you seen kim kardashian's house yeah okay that's literally love Mm -hmm. it just looks like there's nothing in there you know how
1: they say like um or like there's like tiktoks like you want to make it seem like no one lives there yeah you want to make it seem like no one works there
0: (laughs) 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 you want to make it seem like okay what am i gonna get done like as soon as you walk in yeah and that's exactly that's that's i put everything away Mm -hmm. because i feel like if i'm going into a place like and it's too cluttered. I don't mm-hmm. like that. And yeah. then I just, you know what I mean? It's just too much for me. I can't do it.
1: Yeah. Like for me in in my workspace, um, I always use like, um, uh, like gloves. And I have like my gloves in a jar and like those clear aesthetic jars. Yeah. And, and I have labeled. like, yeah, labeled yeah. for sure. Um, your like my cotton pads, basically all like the disposable items that I'm going to use. I keep them in like those nice jars. But it needs to be put away in my closet. So after every, like every client, like, I don't want to see like these jars like, out. So after every client, I go into the closet, get those things out. But nothing is like out in my room. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one thing looks I agree. Just empty.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. One time my esthetician um, friend came over to shadow me because she does facials and brows and mm-hmm. lash lifts. She's like, wow, I like how, like, empty and clean it looks in here. <laughs> She's like, if you walk into MySpace, and I get it because, like, you have so many more, um, like, supplies. Like, when you do, like, facials and stuff. Mm-hmm. Also because of, like, her room setup. I get it. Oh, everything's it. put
0: away, though. Yeah. You know, the only thing I have out is, like, my jelly mask to show off because it's cute. But yeah, those are cute. all my skincare and stuff is put away. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't. Yeah. You know, that's I like agree. you have this huge S space I could literally put something here, but it just looks yeah, empty. And I'm I all...
1: agree, but like in my bedroom where I sleep on top of my dresser, I have all these things I'm... out. <laughs> but I'm like, okay, I need to put this away, but like it's still sitting all there. All your perfumes are out. Yeah, like all my kids like <laughs> stuff. Put away laundry Not is sitting in there. <laughs> so my workroom like looks so clean and pretty. My okay, my inside space doesn't look bad, but um one time my, my boyfriend, my partner came in and he's like, why don't you make the house look like this? <laughs> I mean, it, it's really clean, but like, just like the way it's set up, it's different. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So now that we talked about that, I want to talk about a horror story. Tell me something. Have you heard? I don't know if you've heard a lot of well, my podcast before, but I talked about mine already. I always talk about the same one. So let's talk about something about you. What was it again then? Um... I had multiple, but my yeah. worst one was I got touched by a guy during a service.
1: Oh, I don't think I – Yeah. I think you blurted out.
0: Yeah, that yeah. one was one. And then um, a girl came in after having a sexual intercourse in front of my house to get a Brazilian. How did you know it was like reset. Girl, because you just know. When she opens up her legs and like, oh, okay, 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 mm-hmm. that's disgusting. It was disgusting. It was the worst episode. Wait, what'd you see? I see, like his, you know, Ew. all okay. you know, it <laughs> <That> was gross. <laughs> that was episode what two, Dude, three? That's scary. I don't, I don't know, like what I would do. It was a horror, it was freaking. It was horrible.
1: It was literally. Yeah. It was a whore. <laughs> it was a whore. <laughs> Dude, like what'd you
0: say? Nothing. Just (laughs) (laughs) Um It was really awkward. Yeah. It was it was it was just something that, you know, as a professional, Mm -hmm. I had to handle it in a professional way. Like I didn't laugh at it. I didn't even be like, oh my god, ew. Like
1: wait, I have a question. Because I've never had a Brazilian. But like when you're gonna get them in the room to prep, do you like give them a wipe to like clean themselves before?
0: No, I give them a wipe or I or I have some in the restroom, mm. and I always tell them, "Do you want to use the restroom before we start?" No, I would specify I me mean, like, "Can you wipe your ass before?" <laughs> like, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna walk <laughs> but away from like. Though prep. some people will tell you no, yeah, and that happens more than you think. It happens a lot, like often. Really, people will not go and wipe, mm-hmm. and I've had nurses come after a 12 hour shift oh. and not wipe. I don't know
1: if if they refuse or to be like, well, like it, it's part of like. Yeah. But at the
0: same time, you have to, yeah. it's my job. It's yeah. per- You have to, like, you know, mask it up, girl, and, you know, go. Yeah, just it's do the your, thing. It's do the thing. In mm-hmm. and out 10 minutes, you know, and then go and disinfect that room. But that's why it happens actually often.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. But you just keep it professional, you know. You have to think, shout out to my assistant because she's the one that's cleaning yeah. it. I had a client, literally, I am going to tell this. This is another horror story. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't even gotten to my horror story. Um <laughs> You know, I've had clients, and this happens a lot, mm-hmm. um, but this happened kind of recently, a couple months ago. Um, she doesn't know that you have to wear tampons when you get a Brazilian. Long your period? hmm And it was, she just, just opened her legs and it out. was just gushing. Oh. What'd you do? Oh, I didn't do it. Would you t- what'd you tell her? I, this is, like, an, uh, uh, absolutely unacceptable for you to come and like that, you know, at the same time, you're kind of like not disrespecting me, but like you could have warned me mm-hmm. and say, hey, you know, I'm maybe not- she
1: didn't know. What do you mean? Maybe she, she didn't like, no, maybe she didn't know that. Like, <laughs> no, she, she knew she was on her period. No, like maybe she didn't know that you're supposed to wear a tampon. Because you know how there's still people who are grown as women and they still refuse to wear tampons. Yeah. But like. <laughs> Like, a lot of, like, women – a lot of women still don't believe in tampons. Like, they think it's, like – it makes them feel really uncomfortable or –
0: Yeah, some people don't even know how to put it on. Some girls. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so what did you tell her? Like I said, I kept it professional, and I simply just declined the service because I can't do blood. Mm -hmm. Especially, like, it was all here. Ew, like, on her thighs as well? Yeah, it was – it was like, dude, I would be so embarrassed. What did she say? Um, no, she just said, "I'm sorry, girl, like I really need it." Cause she was going on a trip. Mm. And she just said that I didn't have any tampons. She knew how to wear a tampon. Oh, she, she just, knew. She knew how to wear a tampon. She just didn't have any. That's why I was saying like it's disre- kind of disrespectful because like you couldn't stop on the like on the way here like to the store in yep. yep. one. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like maybe she was running late didn't maybe Maybe. But you know everyone's to each their own like we said but going back to <laughs> <laughs> my horror <laughs> This is story. beauty with a twist. <laughs> <laughs> my horror story. Okay, so
1: this is like one horror story that I think the only one I can talk about actually really. Mm-hmm. This was when I first started. So I get it. Um she okay so it was it was a uh, two sisters who came in. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is when I worked when I was working out of uh, my apartment. Uh-huh and my neighbor happens to be my sister-in-law so okay i i took in um two clients they were sisters one of them is one of the sisters is the person who was communicating with me and she's the one who booked in she said can i bring my sister she wants to do hers too so i go and i greet them um outside and i said hi and the The sister number two, the one who just tagged along to get them done as well, she um, was very standoffish, like, didn't know eye contact. Like, she was, like, just very standoffish. I was like, okay, she's shy, so I'm not going to, like, you know, push it. So um, they come in, and I'm doing the sister number one, which is the one who booked the appointment, and, um, you know, they were in my home, so I I was trying to make them feel comfortable Mm. doing short talk. And, um, so then it came to the point where I had to do the sisters, the standoffish one. And, um, I'm trying to have short talk with her too. And like, she's just not. Did the
0: other one, the other one was cool.
1: Yeah. She loved her eyebrows. Okay. Okay. So the sister number two, like she was very standoffish and, um, again, trying to do short talk with her, but she wasn't, she was like very like monotone, like didn't want to talk. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I'm going to leave her alone. Like, I'm not going to bother her. Just. You know, for me, I keep it professional when I am short talking. I don't like I I don't ask personal questions like too personal, you know. So. um, So uh, after the service, I asked her if I, I always ask everyone this, by the way, like all my regulars, each time they come, I always say, please make sure they look good. Don't be shy. If you want me to fix anything, let me know. Mm-hmm. Why? Because like the way it looks to me can look different to you, you know. So. um. And I do this all the time, and, like, sometimes I'm not, like, although I want to be, like, perfect, there's times where, like, I'm not 100% perfect, so that's why I always ask. So um, I asked her, and she was, like, oh, can you, like, fix this one? And I'm, like, okay, so I did it. And then um, at the time, like, I believe that, again, I was, like, freshly new. Um she was like but like look at this one how it's different from that. I was like, well, on this eyebrow if like I take out these certain hairs it's going to look completely different. different. Oh, and it's one of those that does happen. People have those like and once I reach that point, I always like show my clients like, look, should I take these out or should I leave them there? And I leave it up to the client. And so I try to, you know, fix the problem before she left. And um she goes, "Okay." And then she puts like the mirror on the, on the on the chair. And I'm like, I kind of walk away so that her and her sister can discuss payment because, you know, it was already done. And, um, I, I heard her like whisper to her sister, like, I knew this was going to fucking happen. (gasps) Yeah. So I was like, okay, maybe she already knew that like, you know, her brows are problematic, but she's like, I knew this was going to fucking happen. And then, so they pay and, um, they leave. Tell me why my sister-in-law calls me saying, dude, what happened? I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, dude, this girl was literally screaming, like, you stupid hoe, I'm gonna call the fucking city on you. Like, and I didn't hear that because she was screaming it outside. But like, why didn't she tell me? I mean, thank God she didn't tell me because she was like intimidating, like, you yeah.
0: know. <laughs> so, um so-, so she's yelling out in your apartment, like. Mm-hmm. In like the parking lot. Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. And when my sister said that I immediately locked my door. I was like, oh hell no, like, where did she comes <laughs> in, you know. But I'm like, why didn't she like react that way? Yeah in my house. Again, thank God she didn't. But that was my horror story. So then she I expected like a message um, you know, after. So I'm like, uh, what do I do? And um, so then she messages me from her Instagram. And I never was in contact with her because it was her sister who bugged it. And I look at my request and I see that there's, like, a new request. I was like, it's hers. My heart would have been (laughs) racing. Yeah, I I clicked on it and it's – I don't – honestly, till this day, I don't know her name, her sister's name. Like, I forgot how they look like. I forgot their Instagrams, like, all of that because this was, like, three years ago. And um, she's like, hey, I'm the girl that just left. I – I'm super, he's like, I'm literally shaking and crying because um, I don't like how my brows look or like you mess them up. And I was like, well, I myself also like kept it professional because I was in customer service for so many years. So I knew how to handle like upset client, like mm-hmm. customers. And I basically told her for a long story short, sure, like I tried to address like the issue like while you were here and you know, even though I couldn't really fix it, I still asked you like, are you sure? And you still said like, it's okay. And she was like, "I am um, not going to let you get away with this. Like, I'm a licensed cosmetologist, and I like wouldn't let my client leave unhappy, especially when working from home." And I was like, "Okay, if you're a licensed cosmetologist, why are you here? Like, and two, like, you wouldn't be treating me the way you're treating me." And then three, like, on her like, uh, on her bio, it said like fuck what you think so she was like she's like an aggressive personality kind of person so for me i've always kept a lookout for like signs like that when i accept a new client i'm like if you seem like you're mean again because of her (laughs) i'm probably not gonna like accept you but i have still and like some of them have been like the sweetest clients like yeah but um yeah that was my horror story so for a long story short i ended up refunding her Okay, because I'm like I don't, I don't, yeah, I'm like I don't want her lingering or anything like that, and then she um, ended up blocking me. Yeah, no money is worth
0: that. Uh-uh. I just rather just. You know, my business is first. It's like my everything. And also my name is bad. So I just want to I don't want my name to be like, yeah, you know, something that's always in your mouth. You know what I mean? So I rather just keep it clean, get get refunded. And there you go. But after that,
1: her sister wanted to keep coming back. Oh, I was like, no, like, you knew how your sister walked out of my place. Like, I am not going (laughs) to I immediately like unsent my address. I'm like, I don't know how crazy this girl is, but I'm like, you're not going to come back. And I never told her, I never confronted the a sister, like, hey, like, your sister acted this way and I don't appreciate it. But, yeah, I mean, till this day, maybe she is my client. I don't even know. But, like, I never really, like, accepted her back either.
0: I never asked, but are you, where are you working out of?
1: I'm working out of my studio at home. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is why I'm still, like, really particular of who new I comes. accept as a new client. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, Yeah. I work from home for now because um, I am just trying to save up as much as I can to invest in my business and make it look really pretty and, you know, yeah, just invest
0: in the business. Yeah. So is that something we see in the future?
1: Yeah. So every year I would say, you know, this is my ultimate goal, but I never really actually envisioned it until this year. I'm like, okay, this is the year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you want like a place where it's just you? Or
1: No, I I don't want to be alone. Yeah. I feel like it's a big responsibility, so I really like the the um the fact that like you can rent out like rooms and booths and chairs. Yeah, because um taking like full on responsibility is like having another baby. Like if I hired a lot of girls, they're all my kids. And, like, if they're responsible, I have to deal with their their slack. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So renting would be ideal. That's what I see doing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, renting spots. Yeah. Now that we talked about that you're a mom, I want to talk about this really quick. How do you balance? Because you seem busy. You're taking nine to ten. Well, how many days do you work? Um, I work for two weeks. I work five days. And then other two weeks, um, I work six days. Because I I work two Saturdays of of the month. And then you're taking nine to ten clients a day. That's like, I mean, that's how much we do, like, typically here, but not always browse. But if you're that busy, like, how do you balance your mom life, your personal life, your business life? How do you balance that? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) I don't (laughs) know. Like, I was, oh my God, I've gone through some shit today, okay? I'm like, how do I balance my personal life, my business life? Like, I don't even know, because but people do ask that, you know? Yeah, I think for me, um,
1: it just like, I don't know, it, it just like, um, actually, no, I know why. Um, I have a lot of support. Okay. Um, That's how I'm able to balance. Um, I have a lot of support. My partner... Uh, my partner's family has helped. My my family has helped a lot. I think if it wasn't for them, like, I, I, I wouldn't be able to like put my all into my business. Like because I have them helping me, mm-hmm. you know, with childcare. Because um, childcare is expensive. So if you want to send your kids to daycare, and then you know you get uh, trust issues. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because of. Um, the help that i have from my friends no from my family like my boyfriend's side of the family and my mom's um so yeah i work um 9 to 6 every day monday through friday and then like i said two saturdays of the month so um at first when i first started i i had to again like just find who was willing to watch my kid for an hour or two mm-hmm. Um, And then when I realized I needed someone full time is when I had um, my boyfriend's grandma watch my first daughter. Um, And then I got pregnant of my second. And that's when I was like, okay, she's already pretty old. Like she can't watch another kid. So then that's when I decided to um, take my mom and I I took her from another like family that she would like go in for, Mm -hmm. um, help out for So. That's when I told her that I was gonna need to hire her, and be the full time nanny. <laughs> so right now, my my older one, she's gonna be four soon. Uh-huh. So she's in uh, preschool. So my mom gets like to basically only watch <laughs> one, the baby, uh, who just turned a year old. I have two girls. Ooh. They're my little dolls. Yeah. So because she watches them, I'm able to work uh, nine full, a full time job. Yeah. Um, and then. I need to party, you know, to not, (laughs) to not like go crazy, you know, from work stress, which is good stress, work stress. And then like, you know, being a mom too, um, you know, all of this, all it can be overstimulating. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like once I get off of work, my kids want attention, not only them, but my partner wants attention too. And it's just like, yeah, that's why I'm able to like manage, like you have to Still go out with your friends and yeah, yeah, let loose a little,
0: yeah. I always go out, so I'm like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I need to. I I don't have any kids or anybody, so I'm like, I go (laughs) work. Mm -hmm. And why are you laughing, Mm Marlowe? I I don't have any kids, (laughs) but I still. I don't have to report to anybody, but I still go out and I still have fun and I still run a business. And even though I'm hungover sometimes, I still make it work. Mm -hmm. No, like I never went out, and and I have clients that are like. Like, my, my close clients, I'm like, yeah, probably. and They have me on their person, my personal page. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, I thought you would be dead right now. I'm yeah. like, no, I'm here looking great, you know? I don't know how I run. It's just the caffeine.
1: <laughs> I don't know how, like, I actually never have, like, I've never really canceled on my appointments for being hungover. Me either. I, me either, either. Um, I either have to, like, just not drink as much or not at all. Yeah. Or I don't know. I'm sure there has been like one or two times, but I don't always. Do. I don't I don't cancel, it's girl. It's so hard like, to reschedule clients. I mm. recently got sick a couple of weeks ago and I had to like reschedule three days. Oh, that's so hard. And I'm like fully booked until like usually like a month and a half or two out. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's like hard to. And it was right before Valentine's Day, too. So it was oh, a huge inconvenience. Mm. Yeah. You have no
0: one to cover you. Yeah. I was sick in the hospital and I had to take off five days. That's a lot. And I, and I literally went from the hospital and I was like I have to go to work Like, so I'm you're dying in the
1: hospital and also like stressing about it, like about how you're gonna
0: I was working from in. the hospital I was literally Are having you my serious? I was taking calls because um they called to book an appointment mm-hmm. and but my girls were still working here I gave my girls here all my appointments oh okay. at least you have that yeah yeah so I give them all my appointments but sometimes they don't want to go what they want oh to no do. they want you you know what mm-hmm. I mean they don't want it's not in a bad way they're just so used to me yeah that them going to someone new it's kind of like you know what I mean so but I was still, I was literally with my oxygen tank in the hospital like this. (laughs) (laughs) So there's no days off. There's no excuse. Mm
1: -mm. No. For me, I'm just like, I am going to reply to them when I have to. Before I used to like be like that, like um, I would be replying to clients like out of work hours, but then with kids, I'm like, I I can't. Sometimes I will, but... No always. No, if I'm if I'm in the hospital no one's getting a
0: reply <laughs> And that was <laughs> until <me>. I'm out. <laughs> Literally me. One last question before we go. I wanna talk about like I want you to give advice on someone that's trying to I see a lot of, you know, girls wanting to become brow artists or, you know, just overall business owners. So what's the advice that you can give for yourself now that you are where you are to other people that I wanna be like you?
1: hmm So for me, when I the 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 reason why I could give like this um the reason why I could give this advice is because when I first when I when I first knew when I that I wanted to do this, um my partner, my boyfriend, he was like, "All right, if you want to make this happen, let's give this a year to fully dedicate your time on like you know how you're going to make this business like succeed? Um, how are you going to build your clientele and just make it work overall? Mm-hmm. Um, so what helped me was since, what helped me was like watching inspirational videos. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause when I first started, I was a stay at home mom. I had all the time besides like, you know, having my daughter, um, I would spend my days like just having like YouTube videos playing in the background of like inspirational um, conversations. One of the main ones that I would watch was Steve Harvey. He has like segments. I've seen those. Ugh. Yes. He is one of my, he's one of my biggest like reasons why like I got inspired. So you know how they say like surround yourself with people who like you want to be. I think that's what they say. Mm-hmm. So for me, I couldn't surround myself with people like that because I was a stay home mom. So, you know, I surrounded my my house with like just inspirational topics in in the background and like really listening to them and like really trying to find like a meaning behind those like topics that Steve Harvey would talk about. Um, So one of the main ones that really stuck with me because I could relate so much was um, when you want. When you have a dream and you want to do something and you want it to succeed, like, he he says, like, you don't want to, like, say it to the wrong people. And if you do, like, and if they don't see what you're seeing, it's because God gave you that vision, not that person. So, like, there are times where you will have a friend and you're telling them what you want to do. And, um... They kind of like doubt you and, you know, mainly that they doubt you and yeah. then they just start to question you and it makes you question yourself, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So for me, that happened um, once, actually twice. I, and it was like with my, um, it happened with my mom, like when I uh, first graduated high school, which I get it. And I I think, I, you know, thank her for it because- if if she supported me at the time, I probably wouldn't be doing this. But I wanted to be a makeup artist uh back in 2013 and for a long story short, she didn't really like You sound fully, just like me right fully now. support it. And <laughs> I was like, Well, I guess, you know, I'm I'm not gonna do it because like, yeah. she said no. Yeah. I didn't have the support. And then um, fast forward. Now I did my partner. I told him like, this is what I want to do. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. And I told my mom again, I'm like, Hey mom, like I'm going to do brows. She's like, how are you going to do brows? Like, how are you going to make money out of that? You know? And I was like, oh, this bitch. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm like, I'm, it's not that I'm going to prove you wrong, but it's like, I, I have this feeling and I know it's going to work. Why? Because I'm going to put my 100% all into it. Um, And so, yeah, that's, that's, that's because Steve Harvey, like I was already listening to him and he was like, you know, God gave you that vision, not the person you're telling it to. And, you know, if they don't see it, it's because it wasn't for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, if you want to share, you know, your dreams, go for it. But, um, when you know that it's like, when you know that it's like, uh, your intuition just tells you like, it's, it's, you know, Mm -hmm. go for it. And, um, Give it your one hundred percent all and try to get something from it. At first, I before the brows, I thought I was going to be a baker. I was like, I want to bake cakes, but then like I started doing it, and you know, one of my friends was like, "But like, are you really going to make money out of that?" I was like, "That's a good question," and I, it just takes too much time, and no one really wants to pay that much money for a cake, yeah. you know. So, yeah, that's what I thought I was going to do, and but yeah, um listen to inspirational. Topics.
0: Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's so crazy that this is the first time I met her, you guys, by the way. Um, I have the same story. My mom didn't support me. Really? Mm-mm. With what this? Yeah. She said I will never now make you have money her next door. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> literally. And now I'm like, you know what I did for my mom. No one knows about it actually. That when I'm like what she's doing and stuff, mm-hmm. or like what mm-hmm. I'm doing for her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it's it's kind of crazy to see that i motivated her i inspired her and it's kind of like yeah i got you like
1: mm-hmm. i fucking did
0: that shit you know yeah but like when i first started she was like girl she like kicked me out she did yeah. yeah she was just like you're not this is you're not gonna make money that's crazy because her it was like education and like yeah nothing else like if you're not going to school you're not going to be shit you know what i mean and it was always like no but you know what like this is something that I was a makeup artist for six years, you know? And I was... Oh, you were? Yeah, I worked at Sephora, Urban, Longcom. Um, like, I worked everywhere. But so she just thought it was never... Beauty was never money, you know? So once, in school, they taught you how to, like... Yeah, well, my mom made my brother go to nursing school. Oh, okay. So she was like, you have to do something in college or something. Oh,
1: my God, that's it. I was actually going to, like... I initially like brow lamination was just supposed to be a side business mm. so that I can do my own schedule to become a nurse. Oh, okay. Um, and I never even went to, uh, I never got to enroll into nursing school because you know what, you know what, and this is what probably you were going to talk about, but what really like sparked that, um, motivation, um, was, okay, so I was going to do nursing school. Um, this part-time so I can have a flexible schedule
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, because I would hear like nursing like can get you like 50 to 80 dollars an hour or mm-hmm. something like that and I was like well I want to make that much money and then when I had my first like client I was like wait and I'm charging like the absolute bare minimum if I have a client like every hour this amount of clients a day like I had a, I set myself a goal of like what how many clients I Thank can have to accomplish nurse. yeah then I, I I realized, I'm like, dude, if I give this my all, I'm going to make more money. Double than- the nurse, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is why yeah. I never even pursued that. And that's why my boyfriend was like, okay, then give the, give the brows like a year, like yeah. full dedication because I, I like laid out numbers and
0: things yeah. like that. And that's what really motivated me. Also too, like I feel like um, I talked about this again in another mm-hmm. podcast, but a lot of people get scared because... You know, that's a steady income that nurses get, though. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. A lot of people are scared, to f- for the uh, full time of, like, being a bit like doing this full time as a business because it's not always for everyone. Yeah. You know, it could be fully. It's not a secure. For your, it's not a secure. Yeah. You know, you don't get a secure check. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have a secure check for us as mm-hmm. business owners. You know, what if another pandemic happens or, you know, I said it before the pandemic was the best thing that's happened to me, not oh gosh, to a lot of people, too, yeah. but, you know, RIP to everyone. But I again, that, <laughs> but again, but, you know, we don't have a steady income. And so it does, you know, fluctuate. You know, mm-hmm. you can make this much amount this day, but then the next day you don't. Or mm-hmm. well, nurses have it consistently. Yeah. You know, anyone that's nine to five. But yeah, we talked about that, too. hmm.
1: And um, how you mentioned about your mom, how, like, now you're you're able to do this for her. Same with mine. Like, how I mentioned, like, now she's watching my kids. I'm like, okay, you, like, you doubted me, and I'm over here paying here you I now. I am. And I'm paying you more than, like, what I've ever been paid in my <laughs> past, like, you know? Yeah. And that's what I'm really proud of. And, you know, the goal is to, like, retire your parents, but, like, yeah. there there's always levels. Like, yep. anything you can do for your parents, like... And that's, it why, rewarding, yeah. and
0: that's why I felt like when I did this, I was just like how I told you the story. Mm-hmm. It was something that I was like, I can't believe I did that, you know, like because I'm opening up a cosmetology and an esthetician program.
1: That's what I've been like kind of hearing like in your podcast. Yeah. I'm like, OK, yeah. I want to know more. <laughs> yeah. So
0: it's coming. But yeah. I kind of put that aside and not a lot of people know, but it's because of what I'm doing for my mom. Yeah. You know, but I rather... I want to retire my mom. I don't want her, like I said, told her. I didn't want her working anymore. And that's exactly, I'm making her follow her dream. And mm-hmm. that's what she's doing. Because she I did enjoy what she's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for my podcast and for coming mm-hmm. on. We always end this podcast with a quote. So what quote do you have to give to everyone? Well, I don't have like a... <laughs> it could be meaningful. Like it a, mean-
1: <laughs> It's not like the most like meaningful or like cliche... Quote, but basically, if you're a person who like wants to, you know, start the business, like you gotta test the waters. Wather, waters, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta test the waters. You know, <laughs> see see if you like it, and if you don't, um, you know, move on to the next thing. But you want to make sure that you're always giving it your all or nothing at all. If you really want to, you know, make it work. Um, I think I've always uh, said this, like, to other like clients who um, tell me that they want to, you know, do their thing. I'm like, you want to take it as far as you want it to be, not say like, I want to take it. I want to go wherever it takes me.
0: Mm.
1: Like take it as far as you want it to go. And that's what I would always say to myself and everyone. I'm like, I'm going to take this as far as I want. I would never say like, let's see where this goes. Let's see where this takes me. Yeah. I think that that's what really helped me. I'm like, okay, well, if I want it that bad, I have
0: to work really hard for it. That is mm-hmm. on period. Well, thank you so much for coming on my podcast. You're welcome. And I hope to see you again on another one. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for tuning in. I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.